My name is Brian, and today is Monday, February 19th, 2024, and this is episode 636 of the Lots Project podcast titled Back to the Swing Shifts, and I'll be chatting about getting back to swing shifts with the stove around here. A beautiful day for a walk yesterday and a recap of the rest of the weekend and more. First, let's check out who's hanging out in the coffee crew in the live chat. Grab a cup of coffee, hang out for about an hour, and we will see what's going on. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Jim. How we doing? Rewilder Life. How we doing? Cormac swinging in. How's it going? And Gingerbread Farms. Yeah. Yeah. What's in the cup this morning, guys? I am, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sitting here enjoying my uh, Tanzanian light as we speak. It's a uh, a blend of a blend of light and medium Tanzanian peaberry. Tanzanian peaberry. That's that's what I meant to say. Sorry, guys. A little distracted this morning. Um, yeah, just a little distracted. That's okay. Good morning, Pip. How we doing? How's it going? I hope everything is going well down in Florida. You had a good weekend, and they got the the um the car the barbecue the barbecue uh picked up and uh, and taken care of. I saw the pictures this weekend. So how did that go? Any uh, any major damages to the car dealership with the the roasty toasty car inside? Morning, Pickle Pete. How are we doing? Oh. oh, just dealing with your fallout from your conversations in my chat this morning. I appreciate that. <sighs> All right. Well, what are we talking about today? Back on the swing shift. Back on the swing shift. And um, what does that mean? What does that mean? It got cold. <laughs> it got cold here in Tennessee the last few nights. I think it was the last two nights has been down in the lower 20s. And the the day before was in the mid-20s, uh, late 20s. Pickle Pete, no, just scroll up in the comments. Um. I'll talk to you about it later. I'm fucking over it, actually. So we'll uh, we'll talk about it later and figure it out. Um, Pip's loading up the pew pews for a range day. That sounds fantastic. Uh, been cold, been cold enough that we decided we were going to start running the stove again overnight, the wood stove again overnight, um, because it was significantly below freezing. It, um... James, get the fuck out of here leave don't fucking talk in my chat anymore don't fucking talk on my live streams anymore just fucking go you're a miserable fucking human being oh jesus christ sorry guys sorry it gets too much sometimes 
it just gets too fucking much sometimes. Has nothing to do with me, my chat, or anything. Just fucking get over it. No one thinks you're edgy. No one thinks you're fucking cool. No one's everybody just thinks you're a miserable human being. So anyway, anyway. Started getting cold. And so we had to run our stove overnight. And uh, so that meant that we back, we're back to the swing shifts and um, we're back to the swing shifts and having to get up in the middle of the night and rotating through. So we're trying to get at least four hours each. So uh, back and forth. But unfortunately, for some reason, um, my phone decides not to go off at, uh, at the 2.30 a.m. Hey, good morning, Hunter. Shall I go and come back later? No, we're good. We're good. I just, I just don't need to get up and read bullshit every fucking morning in my chat. And um, it's been way too long. It's been way too long. I, let, I try to let people say whatever they want, but when you're just, just detrimental in every way to every conversation that happens in my chat or every chat that I see it, at some points, it's just like, really? Really? I'm not going to moderate you, but really? Come on. Literally has, when you when you talk about things that literally do not involve you whatsoever, and you just bring a fucking cloud on things, no one wants to talk to you. Sorry, guys. Been up since uh, been up since three o'clock this morning trying to uh, get this camper warm, and then I log on to uh, log on to see a bunch of bullshit. So, little irritated, little irritated. Anyway, yeah, trying to trying to get back onto that swing shift and uh, back and forth, but luckily it's only a couple days. It's uh, tonight, uh, last night, tonight, tomorrow night is supposed to get back up closer to freezing. And then we should be in the clear for a while. And we actually got 70s, 70s in the near future coming, uh, coming in the near future to, uh, to warm things up a little bit. So, so that is looking good. I do not, do not like the getting up, going back to sleep, getting up, going back to sleep. And, um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> I just, I, uh, guys, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's at some points, at some point you have your breaking point with, with everything. And, um, I try to be reasonable. I really do. And I probably am more reasonable than I should be a lot of times. Against the advice of people that I trust. Against the advice of people that uh, that mean a hell of a lot more to me than, than others. I just try to be a decent human being. And um, there's been a lot of times I've been a really shitty person in my life and I've been in a bad way. And I've, uh, I've had people that, that kind of, um, handled me with kid gloves and, and, and helped me through some things. 
And so I try to be a decent human being back to people that are, that are having a rough go of it, that are just finding their way or whatever they're, they're trying to do. I try to be more understanding. I try to, uh, I try to just take it as it is and let it stand. And at some points, some points guys, you just can't do it anymore. So sorry about the outburst a little earlier. I, uh, I apologize for Monday morning. It is, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, but anyway, anyway, get done with that and move on. Uh, been freezing, been freezing overnight. Had um, we had a, a a pretty big drop off there. All of a sudden, Friday, it, it was coming in the forecast. We saw it coming in the forecast. We were kind of we were prepared for it. Like we we didn't run shy of anything. It wasn't like we were struggling or trying to figure out what was going on. Um, what was going on to to make it through? But there was this it was cold and then it got warm and we didn't have that nightly routine. I didn't have that nightly routine, I guess, of draining the shower, draining the water, turning the water off, making sure everything was buttoned up, things like that. And then it came to Friday and it was gorgeous Thursday. It was, it was warm. It was, uh, sunny Friday came along and it was, it was, um, it was kind of temperate, and going into the afternoon, it got cloudy. Storms rolled in. We got some. We got some pretty severe thunderstorms that rolled through. Uh, they were popping through when I was watching Kerry Brown's live uh, on Friday evening. So it must have been five thirty, six o'clock. There were some pretty significant storms rolling through. We had our new shower outside all set up, and uh, we walked outside, and it it had pulled. It had pulled the stakes out of the ground and it was kind of like sitting sideways next to the camper, <coughs> blowing in the breeze, attached by the shower head, was kind of like holding the whole thing. Uh, Corey and I went out and re, um, we reset all the, the, the small pegs, all the small uh, tent stakes around the outside, got that kind of kind of um button back down and then had to tie it to the back of the camper because the winds were not supposed to drop off and the winds were so significant because it was like uh, a a uh, like a thousand mile an hour wind <laughs> it's what it, it felt like the camper was rocking it was it was uh, a really large cold front moving in whipping wind pouring rain significant lightning and then it was just windy all night. And I was I was fearing when I went out in the morning that our brand new shower that we've used a, a handful of times was going to be laying in the neighbor's yard or on the roof or tore in half. It doesn't seem damaged. It doesn't seem damaged um, from what I can tell. Haven't really inspected too much because we had to break everything down and bring the shower in. So it's it the the or the heater i guess the water heater is inside and uh so it was it was um it was a rough night and then that was friday so friday night overnight it wasn't too bad temp wise saturday night it ended up getting down to 20 i um like I said, I brought the, the propane heater in. I disconnected the hose. I um, I turned the water off at the spigot. I opened the hoses. 
I got everything ready to, um, I got everything ready to, to freeze. Cause I knew the temperature was going to get significantly cold. What's up, Haas? How we doing? They got a big storm coming in later today, up to 60 mile per hour winds, snow, tons of rain. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> Sounds just beautiful. <laughs> Six, 60 mile an hour winds, rain, snow, sleet, and, uh, and everything else. But anyway, uh, we didn't end up getting any snow, but it did get, it got really cold. Um, and the one thing I forgot to do on Saturday evening, Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening was check our water in our tank, like how much water we had in our tank. And so I turned the hoses off Saturday evening. I, we went to bed, we rolled the stove. We decided Corey and I were going to do our swing shifts and get up all night and, uh, and keep it going all night. We get about an hour to an hour or excuse me, two to two and a half hours of burn time from our stove. And so we have to get up and fill it Saturday night, go to bed. I stayed up till a late shift, stoked the stove. Corey got up in the middle of the night and then I wake up cause I had to take a piss. I wake up and I look at my my uh, my phone and it's 3:30. Well, I'm supposed to be up 2:30, 2:15, 2:30 to uh to fill that to fill that fire. And I'm like, "What happened? What I like my alarm didn't go off or what? I had it set for um had it set uh had it um set for p.m. instead of a.m. I didn't know what was going on. So I, I dealt with the fire. It was still, there were still a few coals in the bottom. It was, it was still all right. I threw some wood in, I popped another fire starter in and it took right off. So no harm, no foul, went back to sleep. Actually, it was, uh, it was nice and nice and stoked for when Corey got up to, to restoke it in the morning, went back to bed. All good. All good. Get up in the morning. Corey goes to change the dog water morning routine. She goes to rinse out the bowl and we're out of water. Tank's empty. Yeah, I forgot to check the tank. Forgot to check the tank. Um, and so I was like, ah, no problem. No problem. I I uh, open the hoses. I, I turn the spigot off. It should be good. I'll just go out after we have coffee. We had enough water to have coffee and get the dogs their water. But, you know, it needed to be filled. And so I, I had a little coffee. I go out, turn the spigot on, open the valve on the, or close the valves on the hose, open the spigot, go to open the valve on the hose and nothing, nothing. I'm like, really? It only got down to 24 degrees and it was, it was like a, a, a trampoline. It was down fast and, and it was starting to come up already. It was, uh, it was pushing, freezing already the sun was out i was like it really couldn't have froze solid that fast i were you know in minnesota in the spring and the fall you get those swings all the time and i never re recall the hose freezing that quickly and i i realized that i was never out in the morning using the hose in in minnesota <laughs> if i was going to use the hose after a freeze, it was going to be in the afternoon. The sun had beaten on it or it had come above, come above temp and it had just, it had melted out. 
Good morning, Carrie Brown. How we doing? Strong Roots Resources. Mentioned you're live earlier this morning. Uh, earlier this morning, I mentioned you're live from Friday night. You weren't doing a live earlier this morning. Anyway, I I was like, what the hell happened? I opened, I opened the valves. I'm like, oh yeah, look at that. The spigots downhill from uh, the spigots downhill from the the hose openings where I had them both. So basically, I turned the the pressure off and opened the valves, and um, nothing drained out. That baby was froze solid. I uh, I told Corey, can we hold on for a little while? We'll go uh, we'll go take the dogs for a walk. The sun was beating on the hose, and um, I was like, yeah, it it should melt out. No harm, no foul couple hours later we uh we filled up the tank we were good to go yesterday i uh, i did better i did better i i did the whole routine but then i unhooked the unhooked the hose from the spigot laid it out in the yard opened all the valves so uh there was no vacuum vacuum pressure or residual pressure in there and it all drained out so hopefully hopefully we don't have a frozen hose today but no nah, not gonna matter not gonna matter it's going to um it's going to get to it's going to get to 60 today i believe it's supposed to be 60s and 50s uh uh the first part of this week and then we got 70s in the forecast i'm excited for that later this week it's supposed to be in the low 70s and uh, yeah yeah excited excited for the for the warmer weather excited for the warmer weather it felt so good uh, th last thursday when i was out at, at delinquents gully and at uh at jamie's at off-grid ping it was just a gorgeous day it was absolutely gorgeous it was the mid 60s in the summer in this sunny in the mid 60s with no breeze and uh man i heard all the people saying when uh when we started looking into being full-time rvers and uh this and that where they they said they're always chasing 70 they're always chasing 70 and um man it's about right it's about right carrie says i kind of wish i had done a fire last evening about 40 in the cabin you didn't have a fire last night my man Whew. what was uh what was the overnight temp there we got down to 20 here last night i guess you guys probably have way more uh way more insulation it was i so tonight last night <laughs> this is the other thing. Last night, my alarm didn't go off again. I don't know if I just have it on the wrong setting um, that the whatever the alarm tone is isn't waking me up or what's going on. But I over I, I slept through it again last night. So I wasn't lucky as enough as uh, as Saturday night when uh, there was enough coals to get it started again. Last night, it, it was about the same time, but um yeah, no go. I had to load it back up. Uh, I had to load load it back up and try to get it started. And man, it uh, it just wouldn't it wouldn't light for me. And I think it was a lot to do with it was dark out there. I didn't want to light everything up in the camper to and wake Corey up. I wanted to let her get as much sleep as possible. And it was my fault that I had overslept. So I struggled with it. I, I dicked around with it. And it just. Um... <laughs> um, struggled with it. it. So I started at about 3.30, quarter to four. 
and uh, came about time for Corey to get up at five. And I had been, I had started it and gone and laid in bed and looked at it and watched it go out and started it and went back and laid in bed and watched it go out. Finally, I just went out there and sat next to it and I just kept, I kept lighting it. And I don't know if I put the wrong fucking wood in it or what the deal was, but it just wouldn't start. And uh, so I just sat in the living room awake in the dark with the dogs coming and like looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was just bad. It was bad. Hunter says, Corey's going to kick, start kicking you fire watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I was, uh, yeah, no, it was bad. It was bad. I'm, I'm glad we're coming out of that. It was we both agreed at the end of the week that we had to do it for, for a week. Uh, just that rotating, getting up and stoking the fire that, uh, we were glad that was over. So seeing it, having to do it again and, uh, start the whole thing over again, it was, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I, uh, I got to dig into my phone today. I think, I think I had it on a, um, I might've had it on a, um, Yeah, Hunter says, what about the Blackbeard fire stick things? Yeah, I'll tell you about that in just a second. Um, the, I think my alarm was a, a different tone than I'm using for like my morning alarm. And it might have gotten the setting that there's no snooze or there's no, um, there's no reset or there's no snooze. So as soon as I pick my phone up, it just turns off and I think I'm, I'm grabbing it to turn it off and then it's never going off again. It's never doing anything. And at two 30 in the morning, I'm just, uh, Hunter says, what about those black beard fire stick things? Yeah, they're great. They're great. If you have kindling, you have, um, like if you were in a, in, in a, in a, a survival situation or a campfire, I didn't have that stuff. Like I, um, we've been, we have some in the bottom of our tote. So the way our, our wood supply works is we grab wood from, uh, from Jamie out at off grid ping. I come here and, and, and slice it down with chainsaw and then split it. And with these colder nights and wanting to keep the fire going easier, I, uh, I've been keeping the chunks bigger. It's not two year season dry Oak. It's not the, the ideal wood to be burning. It's been kind of sitting out in the rain and, um, we've gotten a lot of rain. So there is quite a bit of moisture in it and it's not, it's not small enough. Like I didn't, I didn't chop up kindling the other night. I knew we wanted these bigger chunks and normally once we get it started, use what little bit of uh of uh stuff filters down into the bottom of the tote it's good my problem was that i let the let it go out i let the i let the the logs burn down too far um let the wood burn down too far there weren't enough coals and it, it the chunks were just too big. And Rewild Air Life says nothing worse than wet on the season wood. It wasn't necessarily wet. Uh, I did get it under tarp, but um, it yeah. I mean, wet as in it rained and snowed on it probably before I got it this round. 
So I'm, I'm bringing like a small load at a time over from Jamie's and Jamie's got a huge wood pile that's just out. It's not undercover or anything. And we're just burning it up and it's fantastic. It works. It, it heats the camper um, and it doesn't burn out like immediately. It's not like, so it's a give and a take. It's, it's definitely not the ideal wood. Um, if we were stationary and I had a place where I could, um, I could start preparing that wood, uh, having it, having it stacked for a longer period of time, having it undercover, protecting it from the rain and the snow and, um, letting it sit for a good long time. I think we would have done better, but it has worked. It has worked. So. <laughs> Rewilder Life says, I've been in this situation before and it stinks. I've fallen asleep on a cement floor trying to get the stove lit. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And this wood is fine. And it's so borderline that if you have the hot coals, if you have the fire rolling and you not and you put a new piece of wood in, it really it instantly dries it out. It instantly takes. I know I'm losing efficiency that way. Like I, I understand the whole. I understand calories and and um, and steaming off water and the energy it takes. It's not putting out heat. Like I get it. Uh, but for what we got going on, it it works, except when it doesn't. <laughs> and not set the smoke alarm off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's supposedly over. I don't um, I haven't checked the weather this morning, but I believe that um, I believe that we're only supposed to get right around freezing tonight. So that won't have to be an overnight fire. We'll uh, we'll get it nice and hot before we go to bed and uh, and I'll jam it full before I go to sleep. And then we'll let her peter out and uh, fire it back up in the morning. So Hopefully, hopefully no more swing shifts for the remainder of the year. That would be good. That would be good. Um, and get into the spring and summer and it'll be, uh, it'll be nice. It'll be nice to have some warm temps coming this week. Um, <laughs> rewilder life hitting that second pot. Yeah. Cold weather has me pooped. I, um, I, I often, I've been two pot two french presses since it got cold since it got cold i um i feel that it's less about the caffeine and more about the warm liquid um and enjoying that feeling like i'm getting a little warmer and uh, i get you it i don't necessarily feel tired i just cold cold <laughs> We don't have our thermostat set to 60. It's um, it is what it is. <laughs> um, other than that, <coughs> yesterday, Corey and I, um, I got my. Um, oh, you're fasting also. Yeah. Fasting makes uh, makes you cold for sure. Haas says, can you use one of those Duraflame logs to help start the hard to light wood or can't use them in a house? Not familiar with those. Um, I don't think they fit in my stove. I suppose I could cut in it half. Uh, the fire starters that we usually have. So the thing about the Blackbeard fire starters, they work great. They work great. They are, they work what for what they're intended for. 
um, if you had some twigs and and leaves and you were starting a fire, a campfire where you could take your time and properly do it and maintain it. Uh, basically, at 3.30 in the morning, I wanted to light the thing and have it work. Um, and I didn't have the, the wherewithal to go out and gather any more kindling or leaves or anything. I, I mean, I'm sure it, I could have gotten it to, to work fine. And eventually it does. It just it needs to to get it to catch the larger pieces. The dura the the fire starters that we normally get uh, and we ran out this weekend. The the ones we normally get um, work really well, and I don't know what brand they are. They might be dura the they might be dura log or. Duraflame. I think they are mini versions of those logs, Haas. They uh, they are little packets. They come in a little cellophane pack, and uh, I think it might be a smaller piece of that Duraflame log in the package. And basically, we put it in there and hit that, and um, one, maybe two of those, and it and it takes off. So, yeah, um, we ran out. We ran out. Basically. Chris Dixon says, if it's just a couple nights, why not run the propane to get some sleep? Uh, Because I don't want to run the propane at all this winter. The pride thing, I guess. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I don't want to deal with um, the smell that's going to come out of that thing with all the dog hair that's probably down in the vents that we can't get to. We try to keep them cleaned out as much as possible, but with the dogs and the dog food and the dog hair, I don't even want to smell what comes out of there when it fires up. We it works. <laughs> Dixon says stupid pride. Yeah, I mean it is. It is a little bit. Um, it is a little bit of stupid pride. It is a little bit of um yeah, I don't yeah. It it hasn't run in it's gotta be a year now since we ran the propane stove or the furnace, I tested it. It works. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it is, it's pride. It's pride. Mostly. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for pointing that out though. <laughs> uh, yesterday we had to go get a little bit of wood, um, out at, uh, out at Jamie's and Corey hadn't been out at, at Tim's in, in quite some while, hadn't been out to delinquent Scully. So we decided it was nice. It was probably in the forties, high forties, fifties, low fifties. It was sunny. Let's go take a walk. Let's go take a walk. And, um, and we, so we, we went out there. I showed her where I planted, um, where I planted all the elderberries that, uh, <laughs> all the elderberries that Carrie Brown sent out. I showed her kind of what I'd been working on. We walked around, we walked up to the the very top of the property all the way along the back edge and checked out this corner that I've been looking at and 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 wanted to show her and and get her thoughts on it. We kicked up a, a big old deer. Uh, he was he was a pretty good sized deer. He's already got some pretty good sized horns on him. So I uh I think he might be a keeper, but uh, always kick kicking up deer out on that property. So that's good. And it's good. It's, it's good. It uh, can be troublesome for, for, um, 
for trying to get some some of some certain species of plants in there because they'll 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 like to find them and eat them it's only a 15 acre property so it's not uh that expansive and uh i think the fact that a lot of people are building there doing some some groundwork taking out trees they're really confusing the deer they're pushing them to the the properties that haven't touched anything and um i've found probably three significant size deer bed bedding areas um on that property and can pretty much rely on the fact that every couple times i'm out there i'm going to kick up at least one uh normally it's a, a pair or three does that uh, that go bounding off when i when i'm when i'm wandering around over by their bedding area but it's uh it, it's pretty they got a nice spot they got a nice spot and i think i think there's more pushing in there just because of uh they're getting pushed off where they currently are so we'll see we'll see how that goes um but yeah we took a nice walk it was a beautiful day then we stopped and talked to jamie and um and his son and grabbed some wood Corey got to Corey got to hang out and see her um get her farm animal fixed she got to see the chickens and the guineas and the rabbits and got to see bruno the dog and garfield the cat and she was she was happy she was happy so that was uh that was the majority of yesterday the rest of the weekend was spent uh working on paracord projects the um been been getting into that just we had the supplies i kind of talked about it i made i made uh, another attempt at uh, one of these survival bracelets that we found a long long time ago like when we first went to the farm had all the supplies for that picked up a little bit of paracord made one of those and i really still wasn't super happy with the product uh but Corey was like hey let's uh let's use that paracord and see if we can make just normal bracelets and normal other things so we went down that road. Uh, like I mentioned last week, we ordered a bunch from Atwood Rope. Started messing around with those. Corey has been on fire making um, just regular bracelets to have on hand. We're probably going to get them up on Etsy here pretty soon. Uh, also have them for in-person in events and get them on the website. But uh, as, we were, as we were making those, we were looking... Uh, yeah, beard beard ties for sure. <laughs> As we were looking at those, we decided to um, we decided to look at other knots. This was just a standard Cobra knot that we were using. We started looking at different knots. We started looking at different products. Hey, could you do me a favor while you're there? Could you grab me my things off the table next to my water bottle? Um, uh, yeah. Well, there's some on the table. They're not sweet thank you um and so as i was looking at uh, different different websites different paracord there's tons of them out there guys if you if you want to get into nodding you want to get into making paracord stuff um man there's a, just a ton of information out there <coughs> and i found this really cool site um on youtube and i can't think of it as weavers of eternity or something like that Dude's really good. His his tutorials are fantastic. His videos are great. Um, but 
I saw one of the things on his on his um, on his site were these short little short little strings, um, short little strings with some weights on either end. Um, Beglery, Beglery, I think is the name. Um, they he says that it is a toy that kind of originated back in Greece. I did a little research when I was looking into them. Um, <laughs> Hunter says, naughty boys might be the wrong guys to look up. <laughs> uh, but uh, from my research, yes, it was a toy back in, uh, back in Greece, uh, came out of Greece, but these actually started as weapons <laughs> of course but uh basically it's uh it's some weight on either ends and the diy version that he he made just uses hex nuts um it's got a nice big old knot ball on this end and a slip knot on this end you can wear it as a bracelet but basically it's a fidget toy um just flipping it around and spinning it learning how to to um move it between your fingers uh it's just a little uh it's something that people use as a distraction as something to keep to ward off boredom if they're waiting in a line or or whatever but one of the biggest uses is um breaking habits and I was like, I want to make one of these things and just just mess around with it. See if it's something that I want to make more of. They're really e- pretty, pretty straightforward and easy to make. I was like, I could make a bag of them and just have them out. But I wanted to mess around with them for me. Pickle P says lifeguards needed the, one of those. Um, Pip says cool. Uh, kind of reminds me of a monkey fist. I will be making some of uh, I'll making making some of these that both ends will be a monkey, a weighted monkey fist, and it will also have a slip knot to wear on your wrist. But basically, instead of picking up my phone and and uh, and doing and scrolling or just picking it up because I need that stimulation, uh, I'm going to pick that up and work on that a little bit work on there's uh there's a few videos out there on how to get started how do how to make it fun before you get sick of doing it and don't want to do it anymore uh a few three or four different uh exercises or moves that you can learn and then you start putting them together and as you get better and better you can continue to learn how to do different things with it so instead of picking up my phone i'm going to pick this up uh so i'm gonna pick that up and uh and fiddle with that instead of picking my phone up and distracting myself with that um i also i also um yeah i think it i think it can be relaxing i think once you don't have to think about doing it it would be a great um, a great thing to use while you're meditating or trying to get into meditation. Once it once it is something that you can do subconsciously, you've done it so much. 
uh, pull it out, sit down, start start doing it. And there's a little clack that comes with it, uh, depending on what you're doing, because the the hard ends hit each other. And uh, man, it's great. It's great. Uh, except my my wife doesn't really like the sound of it. <laughs> It was it was interesting. I was like, "What do you think of this?" And she just kind of looks over at me and was like, mm, mm -mm. <laughs> "So I'm going to be doing that in my room, uh, or uh, or getting some other sort of uh, other sort of uh, weights for each end. The monkey fist ones I think are going to be really nice because it's going to be paracord on paracord, and I don't think it's going to be clack 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 clack." Um... <laughs> Chris Dixon says, if you get frustrated enough, you use it to start the fireplace. I, that's what I was thinking. You could just pull, you could pull that paracord apart and it's a, it's a lots of uh, fire starter. Pip says he likes the idea of that pre-distraction from the cell. Yeah, that's uh that was my big thing. And then I also, um, I was also thinking about sending, sending, uh, <laughs> sending one out to Kyle uh, to help with that ongoing hand, uh, hand to mouth fixation from smoking for so long. I know that was always the biggest hurdle quitting smoking was not necessarily the chemical addiction. We can all get through the chemical addiction, but it's that, that hand to mouth. Um, what do I do with my fucking hands? Ricky Bobby, what do I do with my hands? Um, when you don't have that cigarette to hold on to. So, you want a cigarette instead of picking up the pack and the lighter, um, you pick up your, you pick up your, your, your toy and start playing with it. So always on your wrist, always there. So yeah, pound out a bunch of those. Corey made a bunch of bracelets. We're, uh, we're on the path to designing some dog leads, which will be, uh, very, very well needed by the time we get them done because ours are, are getting to a point where they're wearing down a lot of weight pulling on those things and um we've kind of hobble cobbled them together to to work for us so we're going to make something specific for our dogs and what we want and how we how we use them and how we walk them and things like that so exciting stuff exciting stuff i'm really i'm really impressed with the pair that we got uh from atwood we're excited to order some different colors uh, and then some also some different weights of um, some different weights of cord, uh, some micro cord, some 95 cord, some things like that. I, we've been seeing other projects on uh, some of the YouTube channels with some different size cords. So that's exciting to think about. And um, yeah, I got so, so like Pip says some monkey fist stuff coming. I plan on doing some monkey fist uh, keychains, mini monkey fist. Not some eight ball size ones that um, that'll that'll put somebody to sleep for you. Maybe in the future, maybe in the future, but maybe some uh, some one inch uh, steel ball bearings inside on a keychain. Uh, make some of the beggleries with um, <laughs> some beggleries made with monkey fists on either end. I also saw this really cool little project. I'm excited to uh, to get into. I have a, a couple of things I have to pick up to do it, but he he has a tutorial on how to make mini nunchucks. He calls them thumb chucks. Uh, basically, three inch, three inch on either end with a with a connector cord, and uh, those look really fun. 
uh, to mess around with and uh, just as a little novelty. So just little projects to do while we're sitting here in the evening, spending time with each other. And uh, it's stuff that we can concentrate on uh, being with each other or watching a movie together and still make something productive and be a feel a little productive by the end of the night. Pickle Pete says, uh, Candace hates slurping coffee. That's convenient. That's convenient. Um, <laughs> as long as it's not a crying baby, he's good. I have some, uh, I definitely have some, some sounds that, uh, that do it for me. Uh, the air conditioner running all the time in the, in the trailer is, is a rough one is a rough one. Um, the dogs, uh, the dogs, not necessarily starting to get a drink of water, but when it goes on for over 60 seconds, over two minutes, it gets to a point where it, it, it's, uh, you're just like, is it going to stop? Um, what are the other sounds? I don't know. I, I'll have to make a list of those. <laughs> Chris Dixon says, I need dog leashes made from uh, 1100. That's beefy. Uh, I'm pretty sure what we'll end up doing is actually a King Cobra wrap. So that would be a Cobra knot uh, with another Cobra knot over it. It'll be uh, for a six foot leash. I think it was a couple hundred feet of 550. Um, it's It'll be, they will be beefy for sure. For sure. And he says, monkey fists are illegal in Canada. Shocking. I know. Now. What if it's a keychain with a ball on the end? Like, where does, where, how do you ban, what is banned? Uh, a blunt force impact tool? Uh, how is that banned? Do you know? Like, how is it written? Because I, I, I know I need to go down that road to, uh, to figure out what it is. Uh, can you just label it as a keychain? Can you just label it as a tire checker? Things like that. <laughs> hunter says dogs licking themselves like lazily licking for hours <laughs> yeah hunter i hear you once they get that once they get their fur wet like if they're licking their nuts and they're like and then as, as soon as the fur around it gets wet it's like slap 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 Pickle B says, are Louisville sluggers outlawed themselves uh, also as well? And uh, Chris says, it's it's like the, the life laws. It's all interpretation. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't plan on showing up someplace at a vendor tent and having um, having eight ball monkey fists with handles on them and a, and a two foot uh, a two foot cord. So you could like literally kill somebody with it. Uh, maybe, <coughs> maybe, but uh, I don't know how much damage you could really do with a one inch ball bearing padded with 550. Maybe find out. I'll make, I'll make a bunch of them. And Corey's going to be like, let's see, let's see how they work. And she'll whack me in the head and I'll be done. <laughs> Hunter says, Oh, yeah, man. Like, um, how else are you going to throw a deck line? Right, 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 right. 
You could send somebody to the hospital with a one-inch ball bearing uh, monkey fist? Well, that's good to know. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. I'm thinking... I was just... I was trying to do the 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 math. Well, it wouldn't really be the math. I was just trying to to picture the force and the weight of a one inch ball bearing. I didn't know with the I didn't know with the cushion of the five fifty if uh, if there was enough weight there to do damage. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't feel good, but huh. Pickle Pete. Yeah, that's right. The impact area is a millimeter. That's true. That's true. Hunter says it's better with like a five inch. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm picturing, um, I'm picturing like a pool ball inside a monkey fist. Um, and then I'm going, okay, now I got a one inch diameter steel ball bearing. I know if I chuck that across the room and hit somebody in the head with it, it doesn't feel good. Oh, it's better with a five inch length. Okay, yeah. So you can you can you can uh you can swing it faster. I got you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Is that that's a less than lethal, I would think. I would think a one inch, I would think a one inch on a five inch cord would have to be less than lethal, unless it unless it was a fluke a fluke, um, perfect hit. Hmm. Mike says, how many feet of cord will you have? How many feet do I need? What do you mean? Well, uh, Mike wants to like what per product or how much do I have here? <laughs> I ordered, uh, like a 900 feet or 700 feet last time i ordered the the regular bracelets that Corey's making i believe is about seven and a half feet of cord in them uh these little things that i'm making is only like it's between two and two and a half feet it's not a lot um but i those keychains we could really bulk them up and make it um make it 10 12 14 20 feet whatever i mean you just keep tying knots yeah hunter says it also works if in your palm if you just hit think a roll of coins in your fist yes yeah yeah i i gotcha i gotcha but we're just selling keychain guys this is all this is all hypothetical this is all um <laughs> this is all conjecture i would never sell a weapon i would never make a weapon either so they're keychains so you don't lose your keys make them easier to hang on to like crap oh in minecraft yeah we're we're gonna we're just talking about making these things in minecraft guys um and and distribute them in the in the nether world of minecraft i don't i've never even i don't even if you told me i had to i had to go play minecraft or um or i would die right now 
I'd probably die because I wouldn't even be able to figure out how to even go start. Oh, the length on the monkey fist, like Hunter was saying. I don't know. I haven't, um, I haven't uh, dove down that road yet. I, I was trying to source. I actually hit up Toolman Tim's group and uh, was trying to source ball bearings locally. <laughs> Good morning, Canadian Farmstead. Uh, I did the hive mind thing, asking where people would source ball bearings. I had checked. Uh, I had checked Lowe's. Uh, Harbor Freight, Walmart, uh, all sorts of places. And all I could find was bearings in like a bearing, like a wheel bearing. And I wasn't about to just tear them apart. I wasn't about to buy that shit to tear them apart. And so, so I got some great connection or suggestions, um, local hardware store, like an Ace or a, a mom and pop hardware store started calling around. I said, Canadian Farm says, says China. Yeah, no shit. Chris Dixon said, if you got time to wait, Timu. I knew I could order them online, but I wanted to pick them up on Friday because of all the delivery issues I've been having with UPS and uh, and, and USPS and things. So I um, I got down on Friday, got down there on Friday. I was, I was doing laundry, so I started calling around. I called the... Um... <laughs> uh i started calling around i called the ace hardware she's like no we don't have anything like that i was like well you know using using the power of networking i said hey do you know anywhere i could find any in town she says well no i'm not really sure i've never tried to buy anything like that but i would try um harden harden farm and tractor and I had already tried TS uh, Tractor Supply Company. They're just about useless for anything that you actually need uh, relating to tractors and supplies. But uh, I called this this tractor supply. I'm like, oh, this is like a, a co-op tractor place, um, farm and garden. This is probably my winner. And I call. I call and I was like, hey, guy answers. Hardens. That's the county. It's actually like Hardin County Farm and Tractor. Uh, there's like Hardin's. <laughs> hey, man. Um, do you have any one-inch ball bearings? He's like, yeah, what do you need it for a, for a three-eighths or a, a whatever, a, a three-and-five-eighths shaft? I'm like, what? He, wanted, he was talking bearing, uh, wheel bearing, hub bearing, whatever. I was like, no, 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 just the balls. I don't need, I don't need the whole thing. I just need the balls. Where's Kyle when you need him? Um, and he's like, nah, man, we don't have any. I said, is there anywhere local I can pick some up for a project? He's like, not in Savannah. Good luck. I've tried. So I, I took it from him. I uh, I definitely took it from that guy. Just talking to him for under a minute that uh, he probably knew uh, if I could find ball bearings in, in Savannah and it was a no luck. So we're going to have to order them up. I got some other stuff I want to order up to uh, to make some more of these little things and uh, little toys, trinkets, and uh, and just stuff to have out on a table if we're, uh, if we're hanging out at events or something. So it was interesting trying to find them. Oh, uh, let's see what else is on the list here today. Uh, 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 uh. 
episode up yesterday. Weekly report from Amazon influencers went up yesterday. It was uh, it was a good episode for sure. <coughs> I got uh, I got my tracker uh, semi finished. I guess would be would be the best way to put it. I've expanded the tracker of the data that I'm looking at on a day, on a week to week and a month to month basis. Uh, really took a little while to figure out what I wanted to to track, how I wanted to track it, and now as I'm building the spreadsheet, I also um, <laughs> I also <laughs> I also have to book time with my beautiful wife um to teach me how to do some other stuff in excel which uh which she's getting very good at with her job after uh, after the length of time she's been using it and i said hey i want to do this she's like yeah that's easy yeah just making me feel making me feel like i should be able to figure it out but i uh i'm gonna wait i'm gonna let her teach me how to do it so i don't have to go through the growing pains of teaching it to myself Chris Dixon says, time to go to the scrap picking, pulling apart greasy bearings. Sounds like a great date night. What do you think, Corey? <laughs> She'd rather teach me Excel. <laughs> she hates she hates teaching me Excel because I'm like, this is what I want to do. This is this is this is what I want to do. How how do you make it happen? And she's like, You want to what? <laughs> and I'll explain it to her. Um I'll explain it to her and she'll look at it. And then like 20 minutes into explaining, I was like, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I didn't want it to do that. I wanted to do this. Canadian, Canadian Farm says, wondering if you can teach an old dog noose Excel. You can, you can. Um, I'm getting to a point where I'm, I'm dangerous enough with it. I, uh, I had somebody comment on my video uh had somebody comment on my video last week the week before it was before it was before i edited my uh my spreadsheet it was before i edited it at all it was just it was so rudimentary like basically it was uh it was text and numbers and it was all it was all uh hand entered data it wasn't it didn't have any formulas didn't have anything like that and i just made the blocks colors <laughs> looked i looked at it and went man this this was not uh this is not high-end work by any means and somebody commented on uh on the video and i was like is this guy fucking with me but he's like man that spreadsheet's awesome i really wish i i could learn how to do excel that well and and i didn't know what to say like i i literally literally you want to know how to do excel that good you click on the cell and type what you want it to say. <laughs> Whether that's numbers or letters, it wasn't doing anything. Basically, I just put the stuff and I, I just typed in what I wanted. It was just, I could have wrote it on a notepad just the same. <laughs> Rewilder Life says she's not going to be learning Excel. Chris Dixon says if I can learn it, anyone can, even the unteachable. <laughs> Hunter says, dude, it's magic to him. Um, and Rewilder Life says, I think you have to want to learn it. You do. You do. And I want and I I'm going down a rabbit hole with it. I think I'm I'm messing around with some stuff. And YouTube, YouTube is um 
a fair resource. I see Corey struggle with it sometimes when she's trying to, to, to learn something new or, um, or figure out something part of a bigger product. And you end up going down a lot of rabbit holes that aren't exactly what you want to figure out. I, you just don't, you don't, um, you don't, it's really hard to, to nail it down unless you know exactly what you're looking for. Rewilder Life says, convince me I need it. Maybe you can. YouTube sucks because they have the old vibe and then it doesn't help you with updated versions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, formulas are formulas. The The formulas you use are just standard math formulas. And I think that's why I vibe so much with it. And it's so easy for me to kind of wrap my head around is you're basically using logic and uh, algebra. And yeah. From what I, yeah, logic and algebra. You have to picture it and you have to be able to uh, understand that it, it basically is just doing what you're telling it to do. It's, um, yeah, it doesn't have a mind of its own. Pickle P says interlinking 200 page formulas for what it, for what ifs was my old superpower. Yeah, um, that's uh, Corey's in the weeds with that right now is uh, reporting and things like that lots and lots and lots and lots of data and making it usable and uh functionable uh <laughs> rewilder life says she failed algebra no joke how'd you do with logic i think it's more logic than it is algebra i think it's more um i think it's more logic than than algebra if if this then that if um if this then then that is a lot of uh a lot of it pickle p says crunching it making it sing making that data look the way you want it to look <laughs> we got one uh, hour and two minutes guys we're over an hour i gotta wrap it up uh it was a rough start to the week a rough start to the day but it is what it is it's gonna happen and um whatever whatever oh, it's gonna be a good week it is going to be a good week got lots of videos to make i got lots of video uh funny math <laughs> funny math <laughs> government math i think logic might have been around before government yeah no well it's, it's been around a lot longer than our government for sure but uh anyway i uh i'm excited for this week i got a lot of video that i got to edit up today and get posted up on amazon i've been slacking on getting the videos posted been doing a lot of other uh a lot of other work with that and a lot of other um planning and long-term stuff that i'm setting myself up for long-term than in the short term and just pounding out videos so i got a bunch uh a bunch recorded i got to do some editing today get some more up like up for that and uh, see how things are going. John Palmer, good morning and good day to you as we wrap up. I always appreciate you swinging in, uh, even if it is in the last minute. Um... <laughs> oh, God. 
I got to get out of here. Guys, I appreciate y'all listening. If you enjoyed the show, it's always free to hit like, share, and subscribe. To return value for value, please consider joining one of the YouTube membership tiers or listening on any value for value platform like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Visit thelostproject.com to find more information and or to find all my links to my partner companies, recommended products, discount codes, and things like that. That's another thing on the hot list for this week is getting some more stuff up on the website along with uh, along with those partner company links and discount codes. Other than that, guys, make it a great Monday. Make it awesome. Make it uh, make it productive and uh, set the tone for the week, guys. Set it to the tone for the week. Get it going and knock it out of the park. We will catch up with you tomorrow. 